And now, um, let's get to that hot talking point. I see there's been so much reaction on social media. The Springboks tour ending in Cape Town today, uh, but the leg of the victory parade in PE uh, didn't go down without a glitch because the team didn't go as planned to some areas, uh, to some parts of the northern areas. And we have on the line now Mr. Christian Martin, who uh, joins us just to speak about their unhappiness. Mr. Martin, good evening, sir. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to the listeners. Well, we know you're not a happy man and we know why, but firstly, who do you represent or are you just a concerned citizen? Uh, to be so, I think that I represent um, as an activist. Um, I call myself a social activist. It's also a question activist and uh, ANC member. So when I speak, I speak on behalf of uh, the uh, actually our NEPI community in the northern areas of um, Port Elizabeth, as well as Yutnik, and I may say one booth there too. Mm. And before we get into what happened yesterday then, is it true that uh, people had to fight, you guys had to fight for the route to be changed to accommodate the northern areas because I believe they were, it was not part of the plan? Yes, uh, it was not part of the original plan. It was brought under my attention by the community. And then I've raised it with the mayor, I've raised it with the MEC of sport as well as with the premier. Um, and then the MEC of sport came back as well as the mayor came back to say they will have a relook at it. I even brought it under attention, say, last week before the final um, match plan was drawn up, not match plan, but the tour plan was drawn up. I brought it under the um, attention of the president of EP Rugby Union in the Eastern Cape. Is it, um, why do you think the northern areas were not part of the original plan? And from your understanding, who devised the route? You, you see, I wouldn't want here to throw things around just for, because of the sake of it to say this, this one's um, problem and that one's problem. I think because it was in the planning stages, mm-hmm. there might have been this big omission when it comes to the northern areas and it was realized by various other leaders uh, early enough to be corrected. As I've said, the MEC said it was only a tentative program. The mayor said the same. They will relook at the whole thing. And Afterwards, it seems that it has been done. So I would say there was a reason for the community of the northern areas of Port Elizabeth, Yutnik, as well as Kwanabuthe, to be uh, uh, unhappy about this whole thing. Because here you have a revised plan, a top plan of the boys. Mm. And just suddenly everybody's preparing themselves, being excited um, for their achievements. And things just change. So I can say is that uh, looking at Facebook of Saru and of all other people where Saru even came out after this whole thing to apologize to the community, um, it is good that somebody is taking um, actually fatherhood for the orphan that has been created um, in our area of the disappointment of our people. There's a voice note doing the rounds that the northern areas were snubbed intentionally. How authentic is this voice note? You see, I'd rather be the one that want to believe um, that that voice note is not authentic, but it is um, uh, uh, unhappy, unluckily so it is authentic, and it is really a distasteful voice note that went around against the grain and spirit of nation-building, social coercion, and so forth, that some sick individual can come out and have pleasure on this um, thing of the northern areas being snapped and talk about black power. You see, that is really um, a, a, a total, total, distasteful 
um, voice note that went around, and I think most of us um, is not in agreement with that uh, voice note. Uh, it, it seems to be only a few sick people that would agree with that um, voice note. And I'm familiar actually with the northern areas, Mr. Martin, and it's not every year that uh, they celebrate the box, but I guess there's something different with this box team right in 2019, and that's why everybody wanted to be a part of it. Yes. Yes, it's for us um, very important this round. Um, amongst ourselves, we even say that, you know, 1995 was good. It was only Chester. 2007 was a few, but when it comes to 2019, we had the diverse South Africa outside there representing the country in unity in the diversity. And I think that was important. Historically for us is where a black um, captain can come from the, 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 the shores of uh, the Eastern Cape, especially Port Elizabeth, the coach coming from the area, from the Spetch and few yeah. of the other guys. So for us, this was a big, big moment. And you see the disappointment for the, the, for the, the, the grown-ups was not that big as for the children mm. because kids from seven years upwards were standing with players waiting since seven o'clock in the morning. People, disabled people in wheelchairs came to the streets, you know. As you say, you're aware of um, our mm. area. You'd know that Stanford Road is yes. the Orta when it comes to transport, and that street was closed. Uh, because of the excitement. This was something at least, except for drugs, gangsterism, and killing each other on a weekly basis. Um, this was one thing in unison we stood and waiting for the boys to pass us by, um, but that did not happen. So when did the news filter through then that the box will no longer be coming down Stanford Road into the northern areas? And obviously people were disappointed, but how did they react? I think um, we should thank yourselves as the radio and the media that kept us abreast on uh, the, uh, the whereabouts of these guys. And when we found out they are not um, actually honoring their commitment um, by coming through um, the northern areas, even through Utmeg, you know, um, mm. then we were really just, just uh, so disappointed. Uh, many left draggingly back home. But, you know, it was, again, as that um, voice note said, we were really... Um, made a fools of, you know, uh, and that was not a very good thing for us as the northern areas and Yutnik and Kwanabushle to actually take on. Um, I think one thing that is important is that some people might say if you look, uh, you look uh, through certain social media that now even if this and that plans have been made, we still would not have been uh, satisfied. I don't think it's true. Yeah, we are sitting with a commitment, uh, expectation that has been created by Saru themselves. And um, they did not honor their own commitment toward the fans. You know, in Port Elizabeth, yes, there's some all-black um, supporters, but even they came out for the country. Might not be for the boys as Springboks, but for the boys as South Africans. So we were really unified um, behind these boys um, um, called the Springboks and uh, South Africans. So it was it was a big disappointment for our kids in the area because sport is a unifier of people. We're talking about nation building, we're talking about social coercion, all these big jargons just went down the drain. Um, and this was this opportunity. But I think where it went wrong is where the bus actually made stop. This is nothing to do with time as far mm-hmm. as I am concerned and a few others that agree with me. The bus did make some unnecessary stops where the boys um, jumped off the bus, let's say dispatch even, and in other areas they jump off the bus. Um, that was for us not necessary. The other thing is, they flew with a chartered aeroplane. You know, there's some liberty when you fly with a chartered aeroplane. It's not like going on one of these um, flights 
um, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and so forth, and you must be an hour before time at the airport. But if I may say that what we expect of SARU is to honor their commitment, is to come and rectify their expectations that they were created, and is to come back, might not be with all the boys, we are well aware that some of them are playing for clubs outside the, the country, uh, mm-hmm. international, but they need to come back with that um, cup and come and show it to our kids. And let, let them have their moment, as I've said, in the northern areas, in Yutnik, as well as in Kwanabushle. We need to also have that glory in front of us as okay. a nation. Before I go, um, before I go to the voice note, is it true that people were burning tires because they were they were unhappy? Yes, I can say that um, that some of the people did do that. Um, roads were closed. People were highly, highly disappointed and felt that they were again. And the, the word here is again being taken for fools because that is how the people feel. They feel marginalized, they feel put aside and all these type of things uh, when it comes to themselves. As I've said earlier on, we are actually flooded with gangsterism, drugs and all these atrocities of society. And this one moment there was something positive coming away. And I think it was too much for the people to bear. We went to Epro Stadium this morning and closed the gates. Yes, Somewhere I believe you put a padlock. I believe you locked their offices and you put a big padlock there. Yeah, I I went there with two padlocks um, to close the offices as to really show how disgusted we are to what has happened. Some may argue it was the wrong uh, tree that we parked up on, but we felt that um, Saru and Ebru must work much closer together. And Saru must change their way of doing things for listening too much to politicians and less to their provincial um, organizations like your Ebru's and so forth. I think much could have been saved if they have listened to Ebru in this case. But surely burning tires is not the solution? 100% I agree with you. That's why you'll find out that Koyotsan people don't burn tires. We rather do take our gunny bags, our carrosses, our skins. We don't sleep in front of your buildings. We close your uh, gates and so forth. as to draw attention. And then when we get our attention, we do it the Madiba way to talk about the problem. And from there, we would go out of it uh, from each other. We even went as far as to go to the mayor's office today. We spoke to the mayor. We discussed this whole thing where the mayor should write a letter to Saru and explain to them what has happened in our city, you know, um, after they have messed up actually on this one. Okay, for those who've just joined us, we're speaking to Mr. Christian Martin, social activist, uh, uh, not happy with the, the box not going to the planned routes in PE, especially the northern areas where people had lined up uh, waiting for them and it was cold, it was raining in PE. If you saw the pictures and there's so much reaction here, uh, let's go to the voice notes. Hi, um, I'm just listening to the thing about the box in PE and the locked offices. I think the guys are completely within their rights to do that. Um, rugby has been an exclusive sport for rich people, mostly or privileged people, and um, they're not used to focusing on poor people, and that's the problem. Um, Russia Erasmus and Sia Kalisi have made a great job, but the rest of the uh, rugby hooks are a bunch of real nincompoops, and uh, they need to get in on the act, and they need to start uh, looking after poor people. Um, I know that sounds very critical, but yeah, so to answer the question, I feel they're completely justified. And I think that wealthy administrators are going to have to start listening to poor people. Good evening. I'm hoping that the people who are disappointed and not seeing the box today um, during their tour will also support them because I often watch rugby on TV 
and the stands are often very, very empty. We need to support our boys all the time. Evening, Tobisa. This is Mac from Mpumalanga. I think it's very unfair and I don't blame the people that are not going to get to see the Boca in all their glory. I do believe that if Banyana Banyana or Bafana Bafana won the World Cup in their various sports, there would be no hesitation to let them allow them to go and see everybody in the provinces that supported them. I fully support those dissatisfied people and I think it's a poor showing from the broadcasters of this program. Hi Tabiso, uh, this is Zico Smith all the way from Macau. Tabiso, will Saru be sending uh, apologies or are they planning to make tours to other provinces? Northwest, Limpopo, Mpumalanga, uh, Northern Cape, nothing of this tour. Now they went to to PE and then one area was not covered, but it's like it's all over in the news. Everyone is talking about it, but I don't hear anyone asking about these four provinces, four provinces, not four regions, four provinces. Is the Springbok doing something or the Springbok doesn't belong to these four provinces? It's only for the selected ones. You know, the people from these other four provinces are not supposed to celebrate the Springboks. Anyway, is their team, they can have it. Good evening, Mr. Msia. I think uh, this issue of the Springbok not going there and there and there, I think for me it's interesting, Mr. Msia. In Pumalang, I've got two players that were involved in the World Cup, but we're not complaining that the Springbok didn't go to Pumalanga. So it looks as if there are special places that they are things they got an ownership of having the Springbok being their own. I think the whole country need to see the Springbok, but uh, to be specific, even the people of Bloemfontein petition the management of Springbok to go to Bloemfontein. So I find it very interesting for other people to cry and mourn why Springbok they didn't do this and that from Max in Pretoria. Okay, thank you for those voice notes. They're still coming through and lots of support here from Mr. Christian Martin and the stance that they've taken. And you got to feel also for the people of Pumalanga. I think Max said they've got two. I think they've got four players from Pumalanga. I know Spunkos is from there. Dwayne Vermeulen is from there. Uh, Trevor Nyakano was born in Bushpark Ridge. There's someone else that I'm missing. And also, I mean, the people of the Free State. Rasi played his rugby in the Free State and the Free State can feel hard done because when it was time to cut teams in Super Rugby, they were one of those teams that were cut alongside the King. So it's like they don't matter now in the bigger picture of things. So you can understand uh, the frustrations of the people. I'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break, but we're gonna continue with Mr. Christian Martin uh, just to find out because I believe now they had a meeting with the Eastern Province Rugby Union today after they'd locked them out of their offices, and I want to find out what came out of that meeting. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Okay, we're gonna we're also gonna. Uh, uh, we're also going to speak to the Eastern Province Rugby Union. But before we speak to Mr. Radman there, I just want to find out from Mr. Martin. Mr. Martin, you met them today after you'd locked them out of their offices. Uh, how did the meeting go and uh, is there a solution? Yeah, I would say the meeting went very well. And I must um, thank the president of EP Rugby with his board 
that was there. I mean, you know, most of his board members were there because they are actually pro the people of the Eastern Cape. I just need to say quickly, um, I've heard this thing of the other provinces being not visited. I think ours is a commitment was made and expectation was created different from the other provinces, and it's right what Bloemfontein is doing. That petition is going around, and I'm even sending it forward to other people to sign it, that they must go to these areas where they did not go, but the difference is, here an expectation was created, people went into this weather that you say that you are well aware of when it comes to PE's weather and its um, wind conditions. So I just thought of raising that matter. Okay, we've also got on the line Mr. Andre Reiderman, uh, the EP Rugby U- Eastern Cape EP Rugby Union President. Mr. Reiderman, thanks for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, sir. Good evening, my friend, and thank you for having me, me on the program. Well, um, I believe that your offices were locked this morning when you reported for work. What was your reaction? Yeah, well, obviously, I'm very upset because um, EP or Rugby Union, uh, Eastern Province Rugby Union, is not um, at fault here. We did nothing wrong. And um, the whole thing was orchestrated. Look, we won the World Cup. It is beautiful. I think South Africa is in a total, um, uh, what do you call it? We, we're blown away by what the streamers have mm. done. They won the World Cup. Social um, cohesion. Uh, yeah, Rasi is the coach of the year. Stephen uh, Peter stepped at two. He's the player of the year. And... Um, the boxy, the team of the year. There's a, there's a big hype. And um, what happened, um, unfortunately, uh, the northern areas in Port Elizabeth was not um, addressed. And mm. that is unfortunate. You know, that's a very big part of our um, constituency, of our clubs, and so forth. And this morning I got to the offices and, um, uh, well, before I got just sorry to be honest, I was phoned and said the gates is locked and they thought they want to um, uh, start um, toy-toying from the gates. And I said, no, no, no. And I, and I immediately came, I sent Tandu Manana, my manager, and I mm. came out to myself. They unlocked the gate. There was no um, uh, violence or something. I went to the office and we discussed it. And at the end of the day, I, I think we, we we reached an agreement that the, the thing was handled wrongly. Mm. But unfortunately, not by EP Rugby Union. Um, neither my, my personal opinion, neither my EP uh, by Saru. I don't think Saru handled it wrong. They sent the team, they sent the planes and the buses and everything. Um, but the problem is that um, the people they captured the whole thing because there's so, such a vibe in, in at the moment playing mm. this. Um, they captured the thing. So and are you saying you believe you should have been involved in the planning and you were not? Yes, of course we should have been involved. We're the custodians of rugby in Eastern Cape. Mm. How can we not be involved? And, you know, and I must be honest to, to the listeners on on this broadcast, when they told me that the northern areas and Utnake, you know, Kwanabuke, those, those places is not um, part of the route, we immediately intervened, and, and Tandu Manana was part of it, and they promised us that that will be part of the route. What I can't understand, when we got to Utnake, they took us to a back road to, to Blue Water Bay, um, 
if you take that route, they could take the same route and it would be the same to go to, down Stanford Road and um, to the northern areas. I don't, the logic doesn't make sense to me. So did you write to Safa? Did you alert them uh, before they came to PE that you want to be involved? Was there any reaction from them, any response? No, 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 no. That was not what happened. Um, Saru, Saru wrote to, to, Saru. to the... Um, yeah, wrote to the to the municipality, to the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality, and told them, "Listen, you know, we send the team down. You know, we, they started in Joburg and Pretoria, yes. to and then to to Durban, and Durban P. And you know what? Everything was very well. Like um, Saru planned it very well. They landed with the planes, and the mayor and everybody was there. Saturday it was a beautiful occasion. They said the best they actually they, they received." And to the hotel and the Sunday morning, the thing really went wrong with the route. And I want to emphasize that. Mm. Because why? EP rugby is a custodian of, of rugby in Eastern Cape. And you can't decide when, when do you use us, when don't you use us. We could have, I, 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 think, I think there was a, a big miscommunication. Mm. And, but I, I must say this to you, whether you agree or not. You know, we, we're sitting with Utah, um, Kwana Bootle, and all those people. We're sitting with Stanford Road. Um, that, is, that is a vast majority of my clubs, eh? And they were all let down. You know, just to give an example, in one of the intersections at Kwana Bootle, there was, the morning, they put up stages, that bands playing, they had a hype... Um, a prize and people singing flags and the box never turned up. Mm. But it's, it's disappointing. But it's not a Springbok's fault. I want yeah. to be, it's not a Springbok's fault. It's planning. It's planning. So what's and the solution now, Mr. Rudderman, after you met with the community leaders? Are you going to write to Surrey because they want a rerun? A rerun can't take place because there's certain schedules taking place. Mm. What I would like to see, and I'm going to speak to Sarah on this, there's three things I'm going to do. Um, we cannot, not any longer be a divided union. Um, we, we, uh, and I'm going to speak to the current community. I already spoke to the community leaders. I want to meet them um, in a town hall. I'll go there personally. I've got nothing to fear because I've done nothing wrong. Mm. Secondly, secondly, I think Saru must we're getting an, a, a test in June. Um, I think th- there must be a bus given where uh, the Springboks tour that route that they must. Hmm. Hello. They they must go on that route. Go back to the community. And but you know what? This is unfortunate. You know what? The whole problem is here: hmm. miscommunication. Yeah. Miscommunication. Yeah, and secondly, where people is the custodians of rugby, like EP Rugby Union, is not brought into the negotiation from the from from the start. Yeah, okay, Mr. Radman, thank you very much for speaking to us. It sounds like it is a hot topic. It is going. The voice notes are still coming through. Social media is buzzing. Let's go to Nathan in Nelspreet. Nathan, thanks for holding on. Good evening.